Welcome to The Skim, presented by Stellar. Your Wednesday is about to get a whole lot better. The Skim is our 30-minute celebrity gossip digest. From Hollywood to Hey You, social media to the small screen, listen up every Wednesday and you'll never be scratching your head when the WhatsApp is lit with news again. As always, I am Denise Curtin joining you and I am with the lovely Rebecca Keane. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, lovely Denise Curtin. How are you? Oh, I love that. I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Oh, good. We're besties. <laughs> oh, besties. Besties for life. <laughs> Honestly, 50, uh, only you know, took us 15 episodes in for me to actually give you a compliment. <laughs> I know, I know. But look, you know what? I had to earn your your respect and your love. I was just dishing it out for free. But I, I feel like I've earned the lovely that you gave me there. So I'm really, I'm really happy about it. I'm privileged, one could say. How um, was your weekend? It was great. I was living in the hashtag Wiley heatwave. Like Ooh. it was so, so nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. I'm so glad it lasted after the weekend because sometimes I'm like oh god I just know I'm gonna wake up Monday and it's gonna be rainy as hell but thank god it's stayed yeah no it has stayed and it's so so nice I am kind of nervous though I did give a peek to the weather ahead and like mm, it's not looking gorgeous mm. and I don't know why I do that to myself because I it's Ireland I obviously know honey boo boo that this weather is not going to stay yet I still look ahead in hopes that I'm like Okay, we have a heat wave now, like a heat wave for like three or four weeks. But <laughs> it's like, who am I kidding? The heat wave, if anything, only lasts about two days. So it's shocking that we've had it for what now? Four or five? Yeah, I think, but think? like, it, it's great to have midweek sunshine as a pick me up. But the only thing is, it's, I just find it so hard to work from home when like there's literally sun blaring in the window. And then you're also like, well, this lasts till maybe, you know, Thursday, Friday evening. So like, I can get drinkies in the sun or like when it lasts of the weekend. So like I can go for a swim or do whatever. And then it's like, oh, might be here by Wednesday, six o'clock. And then it's probably going to be pissing again. I know, I know. And when you, when you have midweek sun, that's another thing. When you have midweek sun and you look ahead and you don't have weekend sun, I mm. want to set the place alight. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, that's not fair. You can't have the sun blazing outside while I'm inside tappy tappy way doing <laughs> some work. It's just not fair. I just want the sun constantly. It's our summer at the end of the day. It's what, what date are we in? 19th of July? Am I right mm. in saying that? 20th of July. I'm wrong. Even fecking further on. But um, yeah, I am really enjoying the sun. Um, and I pray I pray, pray so hard that it will continue. I have a, I have a week off um, in August and I need it to be splitting the stones or there'll be mm-hmm. war. There'll be absolute war. Um, I suppose we better address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, I told you um, you're only allowed to call me that in private, okay? Yeah, sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but yeah, do you want or will I? Yeah, you, you spilled beans. Okay, so every y'all, okay, getting close. Turn up your <laughs> headphones. Uh, this is our last episode of this season. I really wish we had an effect there to play. Ah, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is our last episode of the season. We have to take a little break for our like sanity mm-hmm. and like to recoup. Um, but yeah, no, all good things must come to an end. So this is the last episode of season one. You can bet your bottom dollar that we will be back with season two um in the coming months but for now 
guys and gals. This is the last episode of season one. How are you feeling 15 mm-hmm. episodes in, Rebecca? I, do you know what? I think 15 is a good number. And like mm. also every week, like I've had friends who have been listening and they've like started from the start. But like we kind of, we have done, let's say topical like celeb news every week but then we've also kind of like had chats and jokes and laughs as well so it's kind of I feel like the episodes are kind of evergreen even though the the celeb news might be timed out by the time you get to read them but no I've had like a great time um a great time recording I feel like I'm wrapping up already I'm like well anyway it's four minutes and I'm off (laughs) (laughs) no I think I think 15 I think 15 is a good solid like imagine like we're like 16 and a half episodes in we're like yeah okay see you later bright like I feel like 15 is a good round number you know yeah yeah I agree I think it is I think it is a good number and I think over the course of the episodes we've covered like a wide variety of topics like Mm. you were saying I love the way we're just giving ourselves a pat on the back here um (laughs) we did like a really good job um but yeah yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely time for a little break um but we'll be we'll be back with you soon it doesn't feel like the end because it's not you know so Mm -hmm. um so so yeah that's that's the big news I sweat in telling that I tell you I was nervous (laughs) I was nervous to spill that. I was afraid I was going to get a box. I was like, um, I'm going to say this wrong. So I have to leave Denise to do it. You have to leave me do it. It's not like I've been practicing in my room, me looking in the mirror. <laughs> so I have something to tell you. <laughs> Denise, like I need to call a press conference on Instagram Live. Oh my God, wouldn't I love that? Do you know, <laughs> one of my biggest fears on a night out is that I go on Instagram Live. Oh really? I have like this ultimate fear that I'm going to be like drunk with my phone in my hand and I'll go on Instagram live and I'll be like screaming and shouting like so irate like I'm really really scared of that oh I love it in lockdown there was like two girls I was following in Canada but like because they had to just stay inside and drink every time they were drunk they'd like just go on Instagram live and they'd be like guys guys tell us what you want us to sing on karaoke and like you know there was maybe 13 people watching or something but I'd be awake at the same time and I'd be like oh my god these are gas like love you sing this sing that they'd be like Rebecca oh my god hi (laughs) (laughs) living I was like oh my god they were like my soul entertainment in in lockdown no I just think imagine you're drunk right you go on Instagram live you wake up the next morning and you remember you're on live that (laughs) is the ultimate fear. Like, I can't think of anything worse than that. <laughs> I really can't. Um, so, yeah, if you ever see my Instagram icon with that, like, flashing live symbol around it, you know something is not right. <laughs> Hit me with your hair cell. Um, okay, so my hair cell is about our queen, Kim K. We've featured a good bit of Kard- Kardashian bits on most episodes. It's, like, so obvious we're such fans. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Kimmy is signaling a new identity for KKW Beauty. Now, you were saying just before we started that the KKW Beauty site is like gone to dust. Like. Yeah, so not yet, but I think is it the first week in August hmm. um, they are doing a little little shutdown on the website to do a whole revamp so you're not going to be able to even like access it or buy product or do anything for... Is it a full 24 hours or something like that? But um, it's just because she's doing an entire rebrand hmm. of... KKW Beauty and she's also amalgamating the uh, perfumes so that you don't have to go on separate websites to buy them because you like yeah on KKW Beauty's website when you click the perfumes it like opens it shoots out another tab right so I think it's to kind of crush the two of them together but I also think it's to totally rebrand the name because obviously KKW stands for Kim Kardashian West Mm. and she is no longer a West so yeah such a first world problem where you have so many 
like multi-million dollar businesses that you're like oh I need to put them all on the one site because like it's too much effort to have yeah. like perf- a site for my perfumes and a site for my makeup but um yeah so while she is trying to that's who knows whether she's rebranding KKW Beauty or she's shutting it down completely but she's files trademark docs to lock up the rights to I'm pronouncing it skin because I've, I've I just have a feeling this is what it's going to be, but it's S K K N, so there is no I in there. But you know, let's just guess that it's skin. So it's yeah. a new beauty line, and according to the documents uh, obtained by TMZ, K uh, K wants to slap the name on products for hair care, makeup, skincare, nails. So any small, I mean, she has so many businesses at this point, but any small bits left over, she wants to get in there, and um, so the. The trademark wasn't just filed in the US, but globally as well. And the SKKN.com and SKKN, the at SKKN, were locked down by Kim's team in December 2020. So yeah, she's working on this a while now. So do we know whether KKW Beauty will be replaced by this SKKN? Who knows? But like, she surely got like millions, trillions of products with branded KKW. So it'd be quite a waste to just throw them away or crush them, you know. What I think as well, right, is because of the fact that you said, like, in this insider report that um, makeup is included, Mm. like, it makes me think it will be KKW. Like, is there a way that maybe, like, the products can be saved but the packaging has changed or something? Like, she is a bloody billionaire. I'm sure she can, like, whoosh them up, you know. Mm. Um, But I'm my biggest concern with this is, is skin not very similar to skim? Like, are the brands do the brands sound the same yeah I, d- I don't know see I guess just with um the schemes it's like you know capital S K I M but the, this is like all capitals so I guess from you know a visual perspective once you see it you know which is which um so regarding the drop drop in the KKW name she isn't changing her legal name and Kanye assists with the rebranding a new packaging that will come with this SKKN trademark mm. so they're not completely washing their hands of each other um and it's going to be like skkn by kim so skin by kim i mean skin by kim kind of has a nice ring to it skin doesn't it? by kim skin by kim skin by kim skin what are you wearing skin by kim uh, yeah I, I suppose so it's a bit i just feel like it's a bit chunky mm. skin by kim like kkw was just so bop 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 yeah, I way preferred it, I think. But then again, when Skims first came out, I thought it sounded like Skims. I didn't really like it, but now I love it. And of course, our podcast is Skim. So like, I <laughs> <laughs> love that word. Um, but I'm just like, Skin by Kim? I don't know. Maybe I'm she'll sure. go like, because, you know, remember like Cheryl, well, previously Cheryl Cole, now she goes by Cheryl. Like people were always making awful compliments like, oh, she's had so many husbands. Like, who is it? Cheryl Cole? Is it Cheryl Fernandez Rossini? And then she's like, no, I'm just Cheryl. Maybe Kim will just be like, just refer to me as Kim from now on. Because like, to be fair, how many famous Kims are there? Like, No, that's so true. When Kim anyone says Kim, you <laughs> automatically think of her. Yeah, that's so true. I think she could go, she could easily go by Kim and people would know it's yeah. that Kim. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll be excited to what happens with Skin by Kim though. And will it include um, KKW Beauty or not? It's funny because I think like the Kardashians as a whole are having, and the Kardashians, the Jenners too, I mean, I think as a whole, they're having like a look at their businesses because mm. Kylie Jenner just recently did a massive rebrand on Kylie Cosmetics. and. Um, 
now all the products are clean, vegan, cruelty free. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she got one of her like assistants, I don't know, someone that works for the social media of Kylie Cosmetics anyway, to delete all the previous Instagram photos off Kylie Cosmetics because she wanted to start on a new page with this like new clean brand of hers Mm. um but she said in a interview that she never knew that that assistant had to go through each picture and delete it like there's no multiple delete function on Instagram so she had someone go through like nearly 9,000 photos and delete them one by one off the account imagine you'd be fuming if you got that job I'd be like do it yourself bitch yeah no no um but yeah it was actually in inside Kylie Cosmetics the like YouTube uh, series she's doing. Oh, at the how moment. was like, that actually? Because it came up when I recommended, but I never clicked it. Yeah, it's good. It's short. I think all the episodes are like eight minutes long, but oh, definitely, right. definitely look at it. Uh, it's yeah, it's really, really good and perfect timing. Obviously, because she's you know judging up Kylie Cosmetics and trying to make it like more of a like I don't know clean brand. So mm. um, I think it's interesting, like because there's already Kylie skin and it wasn't really rated that highly. And like to be honest, I just have a personal vendetta against celebs bringing out skincare lines I'm like it's yeah. just not you know Vichy La Roche-Posay whatever brands like have scientists backing things up or you know they can tell you about x y and z I just I'm so skeptical of of celebrity skincare lines like I wonder do are there customers who buy from Kylie Skin and now like will also buy from Kim or like are people team Kim or team Kylie when it comes to skincare or like what is the I mean, I just feel like there's no need for this, but of course they're like, they have huge names and anything they put their name on is going to sell. So, yeah, I feel the exact same way, same way as you do about celebrities bringing out skincare lines. Like Mm. makeup is kind of one thing because like, I mean, you know, kind of, I always think lipstick is kind of lipstick in the sense that like, if it's kind of a shitty consistency or a good consistency, they all kind of fall off anyway. But I do believe with skincare, like, and you're dealing with like acids or like, you know, chemicals, Mm. like that are going straight onto the skin. I am a bit more wary about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think any celebrity that's bringing out a skincare line that includes wipes needs the bin. <laughs> so Kylie, like, what's that about? Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what's coming down the line for them. Uh, will I be buying any of the products? Highly doubtful. I want to try out Skims because I think they look great. But yeah. any of the beauty stuff, nah, pass. Any of the branding and the launches are stunning though. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. And I love the campaigns. They look mm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. So that's something. But yeah, they, they, they can keep the product, I tell you. My heart cell is about, I really got invested in the Kardashians there that I lost my head. <laughs> um, my heart cell this week is about Love Island. Okay. So as I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this podcast watch Love Island, I'm at that stage now where I think I can categorically say that it is on the decline in terms of like enjoyment, audience, everything. I think the light is starting to fade. Mm. Um, We're four weeks into season seven and I just feel like it peaked. Maybe it was the pandemic. Mm. Maybe it was the contestants this year. I just think the show is now dated. I don't... Now, don't get me wrong. I'm watching it religiously in case it gets good. But I tweeted this too and it got a good bit of interaction from people who felt the same way. And I just think that the show has just had its time. 
and we're over it. Like even I just looked up some stats to kind of back my. my <laughs> she's, oh, she's done the field research, girlies. Yeah, don't I've you try come stats. for her argument. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked up some stats to back my knowledge, and so I know that you were like, yeah, I did a tweet and it got a lot of interaction. I did. People, people okay, messaged okay, me. Influencer. Yeah. So uh, people reached out to me and they were like, sweetie, boo-boo, I feel the same way as you. But no, genuinely, mm. besides um, a few messages I got, people, like, I mean, now when I say a few messages, like three or four, like I'm not saying no, like three or four hundred. No, you're dead right. You're, you're just saying what everyone is thinking. Um, uh, and then my housemates as well that I live with, we're all just like, are we watching it for, because we love to watch it previously or are we like hooked on this and I was like we're not hooked there's no one in the show that I'm you know like doting over and Mm. usually at this stage there's either a guy or a girl who I'm like I would die for you I don't have that this year there's no one that I even think I want to save there's no one that I'd be you know heartbroken to see leave there's nothing like that Mm -hmm. so I do think the show is losing its light um and then Last the last year was on, so in 2019, 2.46 million tuned in for um, the first episode of that series, of that season. And as we all know, the first episode is the kind of one that you mm-hmm. judge the show off because it's the episode that gets the most interaction. That was down from Winter Love Island. And we all know Winter Love Island was a heap of shite. So that just goes to show. <laughs> and then it was seriously down from 2019 when 3.31 million tuned in for that first episode. So it's just... Like, I can't see 2022 shocking us with a higher figure. Mm. I just think we're on that downhill slope now. And the chemistry in the villa this year is crap. Yeah, The Islanders aren't really making good TV. Like, even when I read the tweets, we are pulling at fucking strings to yeah. try and make it seem, in, like, engaging or funny. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think... I think a lot needs to be done in order to resurrect it. Like they need to seriously change that stale format mm-hmm. or they need to just bring in a new game or a new concept to the show. It's just, it's screaming for a revamp anyway. Um, and I'm sad to say that because I am an absolute Love Island stan, but... Um, yeah, I'm sad for you because you're excited about it for ages, but maybe the fact that we had been in a pandemic and, you know, the winter run wasn't great and stuff. There was such a big lead up and such a big hype too. This is going to give us entertainment all summer long. And yeah. we're going to get, we're going to get, you know, Danny Dyers. We're going to get more Higgins. We're going to get Megan Barton Hansons. We're going to get these characters that we would live and die for and like our screams and stuff like that. But I guess there's just the element of like timing. Like there are, I think you said seven seasons in, we have Too Hot to Handle now. We have, oh my God, what is it? Love, Love is Blind. blind. This, yeah. The dating show. Have you actually seen the ads for that um, new dating show, Sexy Beasts? And people put on like the prosthetic. The masks. Yeah. yeah terrifying. It, it just, yeah. any small niche market of television or entertainment just gets blown out and way, way oversaturated. And then all of a sudden you are looking at your beloved Love Island and you're like, do you know what? This just isn't worth its salt. It's not worth my time. Yeah. And I just think something went wrong in the casting this year. I really, really believe mm. it. I looked back at a lot of the, you know, the the kind of piece to cameras that the Islanders do when they're coming into the villa, you know, and yeah. you're like, I'm going to take your man and leave you high and dry, mm. you know, this kind of thing that they do. And so many of them don't correlate to the people that they are when they're in the villa. It's like <laughs> they made this massive big song and dance and then they go in and they're like church mice. I don't know. I just think something, the the whole 
put together of the season this year, something went wrong in the mix. We're just missing a few vital ingredients. And I think it could be the perfect time to either cut the show or mm. give it a whole new outlook. Mm-hmm. Something needs to be done. But yeah, sad times. Um, do let us know as well if you're feeling the same way about Love Island, if you think that you're watching it for the sake of watching it. Maybe you've tuned out of it or maybe you think it's the best season so far. I can't imagine you actually messaging saying that, but look, stranger things have happened, but do let us know. Drop us a line and uh, yeah, I'll be intrigued to see other people's thoughts on this. I was looking up, uh, do you remember the season of, uh, with like Abby Titmus and like Callum Best and stuff that was like season yes. one? Didn't yeah, they take like, like a massive gap between, was it season one and season two and then like season five or whatever? Yeah, season one was what, 2005, was it? Yeah. And then season two, I think could have been, oh yeah, I feel like season two was like 20. 15 I feel like it was or season was it like, 3 was 2017 so that's about right yeah so maybe they just need another huge five or six year gap and then people yeah. are like oh you know uh Love Island is so vintage and like I miss it and then they'll bring it back and rejig it I don't know what they're what they're gonna do to revive it but hopefully they will yeah something does need to be done though they're like some sort of revamp like I'm not a Love Island producer so I don't know what they need but they should know what they need and it's it's screaming out for one yeah well, speaking of flops, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my rod of the week. It's now a sex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of another show that isn't really delivering what it promised, um, my beloved Real House of New York City has gone to absolute shite. Um, mm-hmm. I hope there are some listeners of the pod that also enjoy Real Houses of New York. I've for ages and ages said that it was the best franchise and that you know the ladies are known for being so witty and so dry and you know fond of a drink or two now but it's just it's just gone again the format they're in season 13 I believe just gone very stale very you know they're kind of in this post-covid space so a lot of the things that they're doing they would have been going to huge parties and you know, holidays in Bora Bora and Cancun and they're kind of just going to parties in each other's houses. You know, just so much too. of the housewives are sober now. Um, Just, there's just something off or there's something not, not great. And the show, um, their ratings have hit an all-time low of 764,000 live viewers. So... Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it just... Like, even, you know, season 12 of a show, you would think, like, oh, wow, that's very far in. Like, it just was still funny and still still good. Um, But, yeah, this season, it's not... It's just not really delivering what... What we want and what we expected. And I, I can't put it down as to why. They just... Something has, has fucked up and people are, are not happy about it. Um, And, like, it, it just... It's literally would be my favorite of all the housewives. Um, so, and yes. do you think you're do you think you're sitting down and you're just not invested in it? Like you don't feel like you're you're excited to watch it. Like I don't I don't actually watch any of the mm. housewives. I think I've watched a season of Beverly Hills, but every time I click onto it, I end up finding something else. Like I just haven't given it like a religious amount of time. Mm. Um, but yeah, do you find that you're just like not as excited to watch it anymore, or what's the crack? Um, it just. It just isn't, you know, it, it's it's just, you know, rich ladies running around getting drunk. Um, You know, I'm not like Leah and Luann are the two sober ladies. And I'm not necessarily saying that like, oh, it's just boring because they're, they're not drinking anymore. But just 
just some sparks aren't missing or people aren't gelling as they usually would. Um, and there's okay. a new housewife, there's a new housewife, Ebony, and let's say Luan, Sonia, and Ramona have been on it. Luan and Ramona have been on it, I think, since season one, and Sonia since like season two. So you know they're on the show like ten years plus, and it's kind of getting to the stage where it's like old housewives versus the newer ones, and it just I I don't know what. Bravo expected with this but like let's say Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like they're in season 11 and like while season while 11 seasons of a show seems like a lot and it will be stale like this it's hilarious and like for once I'm actually enjoying Beverly Hills more than New York and it's usually the opposite way around so I don't know I hope they kind of yeah. iron out this kink or maybe bring back an old housewife or something but like I, I I'm struggling to finish the series which is unbelievable for me to say like yeah, that is a shame. But like you were saying, it, it there must be some chemistry off or something like mm. that. It, something needs something needs to be to be rejigged to make it the show that everyone is so obsessed with. Once again, it could be it could be just like post pandemic, and when you're seeing new characters coming mm. and everything, that it's just making it a bit like stale. Yeah, or a bit, yeah. I'm not sure. A bit, a bit broken anyway. Um, um, but yeah, that's sad. It's horrible that we're having programs that are just putting us in a bit of a shitty like things that we used to love and now we're just sitting there watching it thinking okay I'm Mm. I'm still I'm still here with you but like am I really yeah I'm I'm definitely kind of struggling but like I wonder post-pandemic like do we have too high of expectations to be entertained like we're we're just like oh we've had a shit year like this needs to this needs to give me everything I expect and like you know even with Love Island any show or anything we consume are we just like if something's a little bit shit, we're just like, ah, fuck it. Like, we're just too angry and we expect too much yeah. nowadays. I do think as well with the pause on everything, we probably remember things as being like better than they were. Yeah, definitely. And then when they come back, we're like, this better deliver tenfold. Yeah. You better give us the best season you ever did, you Absolutely, little bitch. Yeah. Like, you know, so I think, yeah, I definitely think we are suffering from that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but one show I'm very excited to come back, even though it's in my rot this uh, week, is Sex Education Season 3. It actually dropped the trailer today when we're recording, which is Tuesday. Mm. Um, but why it's in my rot is because I'm livid that we're missing one major character from the trailer. And that is Ashuti Gatwa, who plays Eric in the show. Um, I don't know if it's to lure us in, freak us out, who knows, girly pops, but I am terrified that he's not in the trailer. I'm like, where is he at? Um, I think there was some talks, I was reading some kind of fandom bits that um, he's changing school and the whole trailer is about the return to Moordale, the school that um, all the characters go to and how it's getting a whole new and approved look Mm -hmm. uh, because they're after sacking the old principal and they've got a new woman in a new headmaster in um so yeah I'm really really excited for that to come back you know the way you love when I drop uh names I actually met the cast (laughs) um (laughs) last was it ahead of season two and they're such such fabulous people it made me love the show a million times more um so yeah I'm really really excited for that to come back September 17th 17th I think um on Netflix so that is for sure one to watch and hopefully Eric will be in it and what and what does he bring to the show or like if like I've never watched sex education like if you were to give me like a sentence on why I should watch out what what would you say so he's best friends with the lead Otis oh, okay. and he is just hilarious mm. he comes out with 
easily the best one-liners of the show. He dresses really like pop bubblegum. Like mm. he wears like really bright colours and like big shoes and like cool backpacks. And um, he's really loving and endearing. And he has such a strong and great friendship with the lead, um, Otis, who's played by um, Asa Butterfield. And their bond just makes the two of them like some of the like, I mean, all the characters are in, in it are actually stand out. Gillian Anderson, who you'd know from The Fall, is mm-hmm. in it too. But um, yeah, they're just a really great duo. So I'm I'm really excited to see him, hopefully, back uh, for season three. Oh, um, so what is your hot of the week then? My hot of the week, girlies, we're digging out our Manolos uh, because we're being inundated with shots from the Sex and City reboot and just like that. And I'm actually living for it. Mm. Um, I really thought that when I'd start to see the images from it, it would make me not able for it because of the fact that we're missing Samantha. But in fact, I'm actually loving them. I'm loving seeing the looks that the girls are being put in. I'm loving to see them rocking their grey hairs mm. now. Not so happy about seeing Charlotte walking a bulldog. I just feel like that is so not her. But um, And they're also shooting in Starbucks in one scene, which kind of irked me too. But aside from that, I just love the the images that are coming out. Mm-hmm. They're all glowing. They look absolutely stunning. And it's great to see that they're wearing a lot of vintage too, which we love to see them looking like sustainable queens. We get to see some vintage uh, Burberry. There's vintage Chanel. There's loads of designer vintage pieces mixed into like their new uh seasonal fashion too so yeah I'm really excited to see and just like that I think I think it's going to surprise a lot of us who are skeptical that it won't um live up to Sex and the City yeah hopefully it will be better than than what is promised because when it was first announced everyone was like oh kind of groaning have you been given a date or anything for when it's coming out I was actually just looking that up there I don't think so yet Mm, I mean Um, if they're only filming surely it will be 2022 or maybe later it's yeah oh definitely definitely and they're you know for a fact they're going to want to make sure it's absolutely perfect it's going to be 10 episodes and they're definitely going to want to have it primed to perfection so I just looked here and it says that it's coming soon to HBO Max set for late 2021 do I believe that it will be late 2021 it's very ambitious I think it, to not get her hopes up, I'm thinking maybe early 2022. Wow. Yeah, no, the shots that are coming out are stunning. It'll be interesting because, like, you know, Sex and the City never dealt with, like, um, veganism or, you know, no, like, modern day things that, like, people would be into nowadays. So I wonder, are they kind of going to sneer at things? That, like, when you mentioned sustainable fashion as well, are they kind of going to sneer at stuff like that? Because these women are probably in their late 50s to 60s now yeah um, yeah so it'll be interesting to see what their what their take on like modern day trends and things are yeah it will be really really interesting to see and like I feel like we're going to see them do loads of things we never saw before like use contactless with their cards <laughs> and you know you know things like that that you're like oh my god this has come a lot this has come a long way from them like handing over dollars you yeah know? Miranda so, definitely uh, has a google watch Oh, Miranda definitely is kitted out in like, yeah, <laughs> Fitbit and all the bits. So, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm really, I'm really excited um, for it to come back. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised to be saying that because I was very, very sceptical at the beginning. I was one of those people that was like, mm, is this a good idea? But yeah, I'm hoping, I'm I'm hoping it is. I'm, I'm looking glass half full at it. Yeah. Um, so my hot of the week is Normani's new single and video is out. She has released the new single Wildside. I'm such Ooh. a fan of Normani. 
Um, and she, Cardi B is featuring on the song as well. I'm obsessed with Cardi B. I think her album is so brilliant. But um, anything she comes, anything she uh, features on, she's so, just so good and so like vibrant and energetic. But the, yeah, their video is like smoking hot, very like WAP vibes. It you know. is actually like the like the hair, the outfits, everything mm. like they look outstanding. And you're right, Cardi B. I always feel like when she, if it's not her own track, if she's you know collaborating with someone, she gives a hundred and ten percent every time. Like nothing that mm. she features on is bad. She's but just. I, I, I feel like she's only been around like five years, and she's either recorded or appeared on like ten thousand songs. Like I'm always, I've always got Spotify on shuffle, and then all of a sudden like Cardi will just appear on a track and I'm like where where did she find the time to literally just appear on everything like it's amazing but um yeah that video is absolutely brilliant if you want to check it out um just like very I just love these days how like vi- like music videos it's like the hair is top notch mu- like makeup setting colors everything is just absolutely perfect like it's such high quality yeah and this one has a real like futuristic look to it mm. which I think is um is really really cool too um yeah because you know long gone are the days of us sitting down watching music channels you know mm. like flicking on our like skybox through like star tv and like the likes of it box I think was another one um so music videos really do have to excel in order for them to get the hits mm-hmm. and Cardi B and Ormani, they definitely deliver every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely worth checking out. It's unreal. I suppose it's only right that we end this app with the final TikTok trend of the week. It's um, the final TikTok trend of the week. We really need, you know, like on the Fallon show and stuff when he's got the band, The Roots, we need our own The Roots. That, yeah, like, or like the Sandboards. Yes, would love that. When we're in the studio, hopefully for the next season, we'll uh, we'll invest. Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, the TikTok trend of the week is a little hack. It's an easy one. You can try it this evening yourself. Um, according to a girl called Trade Liz, uh, she has put up a hack that has blown up. Where apparently, if you cry when you chop onions. All you have to do is wet a piece of kitchen towel, kitchen paper, and, and put it in like a ball on the chopping board next to your onions, and there's no more tears. No way! So it absorbs yeah, I know. the thing, is it? I don't really know what it does. I presume so. It absorbs whatever stings your eyes, like oh my the goodness, the kind of potent whatever comes off an onion. And the tissue has um, to be rolled up in a ball, is it? You kind of just wet the tissue and then scrunch it, right. and then just leave that kind of wet. Like not overly soggy, but like, you know, wet enough tissue yeah. on the chopping board next to the onion that you're dicing. And all the comments are from people, whether they're lying or not. I didn't get a chance to try this trend myself before coming on the show. But mm. um, whether it's believed or not, people are singing its praises being like, this is why I love TikTok, because I needed this in my life. So That's so clever. I've heard before, like if you if you eat something or if you put something in your mouth, like you're you're concentrating on that. So then you won't cry from the onions. Yeah. Yeah, I've worn sunglasses, um, doesn't really help that much. And it's not really something I'd recommend because you can't really see what you're doing, mm. especially when you're inside a kitchen. Um, but yeah, this is definitely, definitely one I'm going to try out. You can look at the video Trade Liz if you want to see it yourself. But yeah, all you're basically doing is wetting a piece of kitchen roll, putting it on the board, chopping your onion and Bob's your uncle. You are dry eyed and bushy tailed <laughs> while you're doing it. <laughs> so yeah. Dry-eyed. So yeah, definitely one to try out if 
like I don't know most of the population you shed a tear when you're when you're cutting the onion wow oh my god I'll have to uh I'll have to make a salad now and try try that hack out after listening to that 100% and you know what it's the weather for a salad so you've never a better <laughs> yeah. day to do it two boiled <laughs> eggs and two rolls of Denny's ham and a, yeah. a feck load of lettuce on plate a bit of lettuce and a little bit of onion that's it <laughs> that's it well thank you so much for this hack see I'm I'm very happy that you loved it I really am and I hope um I hope it's put to good use by um everyone listening because I definitely think it's a good one and a good one to end season one on um mm-hmm. it's it's crazy that it's time to say goodbye now and wrap up this season it's been absolutely fantastic to be with all of y'all um thank you so much for giving us your ears because you know listening to a new podcast is always dodge you're like will this be worth my time <laughs> yeah, so we thank you so much and giving you everything you were looking for yeah that you wanted more exactly and uh don't fret we will be back with season two before you know it but until then it's a bye from us see you soon bye, bye.